Hello, and welcome to A Humanistic Perspective, Episode 8. I am Chad Castilla, and today I'm joined with... Jonathan Dufresne. We are happy to be joining you on this Wednesday, and uh, today... Hump we will day! Yes, it is hump day, middle of the week. It's a fucking great day. Whatever your hump is this week, just know that the weekend is coming, and yes. that's all that matters. Mm, that's a really great sentiment to start the show. I think that's a... Really key is to. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening right now have a lot of humps that they're going through. <laughs> For sure, and we all just need to, you know, look at the brighter side of life and keep pushing forward, right? Just know that not every day is hump day. Hey, today we are actually sipping on Sally Sue's organic dark roast Colombian coffee. I haven't had a sip here, but uh, I'm gonna take one real quick. Alrighty, yeah. Let me take a let me take a first sip there real quick. It's not too bad. Interesting. But I definitely think this could be a darker roast if it was, well, in my opinion, brewed properly. Because I think the French press personally would have given it a little more richer flavor. Would have given it a lot flavor. more of a... Because that's supposed to be a dark roast. It's supposed to have very bold... I mean, this is Colombian coffee. Yeah. I think maybe but we also, we might have bro- we might have brewed it too light, actually. a little A little too light on the beans. Oh, I totally agree. But, but also it's like really interesting taste. But also, though, like there's something that about coffee that no one really, not a lot of people take for granted. What but is sometimes that? Sometimes to make the best coffee, it's not necessarily getting the best coffee beans, but it's getting the best water. Mm. Some of the best coffee that is ever made, some of the most pure water in it. And because of that, like think about this coffee. You see all that top residue? Right. Yeah, that's the stuff that's not necessarily good for us. But in the other coffee, it's like just completely pure. There's nothing. It's just this pure reflection. Interesting. Yeah. Fiorli in Italy is one of the best places, definitely. Have you had a glass of coffee there? No, but my friend Nate that I met in Italy last year, he he went there after the program I did there. Mm. It was... Yeah, he was a really cool dude. Yeah, was it a good time in life? Oh yeah, it definitely <laughs> was. It definitely just made me. It made me feel just realize that the world that I had lived in was so small. Like my I had known so little of my life. I had lived my entire life yeah. in Ohio, and only Ohio. And then when you explored, not just a different state. I've explored in different states before, but sure. exploring a different country and seeing the culture and seeing how everything. No one looks is, like you, really. No one does. But the thing is, it, it it's such a crazy environment there because there's so much old tradition there. Mm-hmm. Like the cities are still have walls around them. You know? Like I think you were talking about the you know, one of the one of the places you wanted to go to, Orvieto. I mean that mm. that is. I mean that's that a, is a small mountain city. That is city. old. That is an old, old, very old. Let's look it rich. up right, real quick. Let's see. But yeah, ha- have you actually been there? No, I didn't go that that far down south. The only places I went were like Pisa. Florence. Orvieto is a small city perched on a rock cliff in Umbria, Italy. Oh, yeah. That's one of the regions. Yeah. It's beautiful. Dating back as far as 1,290. 1,290. Wow. Yeah. 1,200s. 1,290 was like a while ago. Yeah, that's a really long time ago. That was just casually like... uh, I believe from what my one buddy, Eric, who's actually been there, told me is... During one of the world wars, it was actually it's like just uh, casually nine hundred years old. Right? Yeah, there was like a pact though that you couldn't attack Orvieto, which was quite interesting. I don't know if that's factual or not, but man, maybe that's I, one of the because it's in the center. I mean, if you think about like the 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 geography of yeah. here, Orvieto is literally like right there, almost in the center. Like, look at that. Hold on. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. So wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on, let me zoom out. 
Right now, we're actually looking at a map of Italy. We're just seeing. See? It's really in the freaking center. It's literally r- wow. dead center. It's crazy. So maybe that's the re- reason. Because you can't control... Well, Rome is also in this area, but it's a little far south because it's close to the sea. So it was good for... What was the best thing you ate when you were there? Oh, that's so hard. I can't I, I can't answer that because I've had the best of everything. Like ice cream is so horrible in the U.S. Mm. Compared to... Like when you actually go to Italy and have gelato, it's not even the same experience. Right. They're two completely different. And gelato is cheaper than what we do in ice cream. And it's it's richer. And they give you smaller portions. It's not these huge amounts. What have you been listening to all week? Listening to as... Music-wise, like do you have a specific genre or something that's come up a lot, like a common occurrence this week? Oh, that's an interesting question. I do. I I'm really answer. into... I mean, I've told you this, but I'm really into Bob Dylan right now. Mm. So, like... I've finally fallen in love with what, who who he is as a person. I He's love sing- Bob Dylan. He is. This is what I'll say about rock and roll history. Okay. Is I feel like Bob Dylan is the best single form, like single person for the genre. What's your of favorite rock? album of his? Oh, that's so hard. Mine's The Times Are Changing times are changing oh that's a good one that's one of my favorites of his oh that's a good one yeah that was after that was in 1970 right that was 1964 like, oh the times they are changing yeah that's his most yeah that that's definitely his most political for mm. sure yeah but yeah that's what i think spoke to me was how driven i love the free will in bob dylan though because mm. it's everything about him that he's writing about like there's political songs in there he's also just released so much damn music it's crazy he's literally released like he literally released an album this year what was it called what was it what was was it good have you checked it out (laughs) it is actually i don't think we could play it for no 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 no, 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 we can't play it right now but it is if this was an educational podcast we might be able to it is actually one of a, a really good album of his personally i think for his age like if I had to rate, like I listened to Paul McCartney's new album. Oh God, <laughs> I think you've showed me that. No, 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 I didn't show you any songs from okay. that. I would never show you any songs. Okay, from good. That. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to compare the two, I would definitely say Bob Dylan's was way more. I don't know, thought out. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like there's true lyrics. Like it's full on poetry. No. And he's just giving this. Like, like a sermon. Like almost. the song, I Contain Multitudes. That's an insane one. That's pretty cool. But he has a very sultry, low voice. It's mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting. I've been, cr- I've just been like super in the math rock headset. Oh, well, I will always go for math rock any day. I'll always listen to a few math rock songs. Literally. Every single day. There's really, something that I'm it's really like driven to Delta Sleep right now. Oh, freaking amazing amazing twin galaxies is something else yeah twin galaxies is a project that i can't get over specifically if recommendation lake sprinkle sprinkle oh that that's really (laughs) that's so good that is such that is killer but no i've been i've been jamming a lot of them um polyphia oh yeah i think i've heard of them yeah they do the song goat i don't know if you've heard that song song goat oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 super super crazy crazy stuff um tons of ttng of course but that's ben actually got me into ttng oh i love ttng yeah they're great i Freaking love fantastic band. i love uh if i sit here maybe i'll get out of here. wait if i i know what you're talking about but yeah so much has happened already with the new administration it's like crazy. it's crazy like, in, in just a little amount of time, so much has changed. I mean, California's opening back up. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Without, w- without the, f- but how, without uh, the festivals, without all the live entertainment, California can't survive. No, seriously. I, w- I watched a thing earlier today the on reason. the mass migration, and it's 
the t- the the tech exodus was was unreal like and it's not even just this year like if if you look at the trends this has been ongoing for the last couple of years and it just really really hu- took a new height this year yeah it did i mean just the tax the tax increases there are just insane oh yeah it's like what 48% now oh i i don't i don't know specifically but it's i know it's pretty damn high it's pretty close to almost over 50% i want to see which would be insane, like the that idea that tax? you make California's you make tax. all of your money, but fifty percent of it goes to the government, and then you have to make sure that they're writing good legislation and, and allocating where that money should go properly. Which is also a, a whole nother ball game in its own. But I I today spent a lot of time on the Federal Registry website, which is if anyone has doesn't know, you can go on there and actually see all the executive orders that get. Um, put in place during a year and it was so interesting to see just how much gets lopped inside of these and how many of them there are and what they're capable of doing you know what i mean name a few like um well this year alone joe biden's administration has published 19 executive orders um, and a few of them are on january 22nd protecting the federal workforce um, that was a three-page one with a couple different aff- affirmations or retractions that they include inside of there. Um, they did one on the economic relief related to COVID-19 pandemic. Um, there was another one that didn't get a lot of coverage recently, which was um, they did a separate one for public health and the supply chain, um, a separate executive order for that. Some for protecting workers' health and safety, promoting safety in the, do- in the domestic and international travel. Um expanding access to treatments for COVID-19, but really like it's interesting how much can like these titles for the bills do not even cover the scope of what they might actually entail that they make revisions on. How is he able to do this many revisions? Is the president just allowed to have his unlimited Uh, amounts? Yeah. I mean, like, let's take a look here. Let's go back to Obama. I'm just curious. As Obama to... in 2017, he signed seven executive orders. So let's look at 2016. 2016, Obama signed 42 executive orders. So that's pretty, pretty okay. Donald Trump in 2020, he signed 69 executive orders. Whoa, that was a, a pretty fucked year to be a president, I have to say. Yeah, that, that I feels like that, that's a year that you might have signed a lot. In 2019, he signed 45. Obama, let's see Obama in 01 when he got, or let's go to Bush. Bush. Yeah, Bush. In 2001. Bush in 2001 signed 54 executive orders. Okay. That makes sense for that So, year. like, it's seeming like there's, like, on the high end, a range of, like, 60 to 80. Yeah, like, 41 here for Bush in 03. Let's say Obama in 09. 38. 38 executive orders. 38 of in 09 yeah oh yeah well that was okay it all makes sense because of the years in context you know what yeah. i'm saying like that was in the heart of the recession that seriously but yeah no uh biden so far has done about 19 of them most of them don't seem too too bad there was a couple things that i i saw that were a couple red flags um specifically in the federal workforce one um, that one I thought was quite interesting. And there was a section on the um, the um, reviction of Schedule F, which was something in relation to the creation of the Service Reform Act of 1883. What exactly um, is that? Well, the, the Service Reform Act was sort of an act to... Uh, what was it? It was... It was an act to sort of help because were, like politicians were being really scummy at the time, um, and and it was eliminating the rapid corruption, um, and and it really it was about the spoil system, which was sort of like this trickle down system of if you get in everyone in your cabinet, everyone you want in your administration, can pretty much get into power or moves up and this and that, and um, by I think I believe during the executive order uh, thirteen thousand nine hundred fifty seven, which was during the Trump administration. They had made some change with changes to the Schedule F um, services surrounding this, um, and that was actually just retracted um, this year and under this new executive order. So that I thought that was something that I found that was really interesting. That just got through in. It was just thrown inside the federal workforce protection under Section 2. Um, 
yeah, it's really interesting. Like I didn't even get that much time to browse, but if you take the time, the this this website's really interesting. Um, and it's just a Federal Reserve Registry, and you can see all the executive orders that have ever been signed in. But yeah, that was something I was doing today, which was quite interesting to look at. What's been going on with you? What's on your mind? You know, man, have you ever thought about like the fact that like humans, like for like not like for the past like two hundred years or so, okay, have made decisions, you know, politically, economically, based off of human emotion. And like you think to yourself, C- well, could you give me well, give well, me a simple example? Like give me a simple example. The president signs an executive order because he feels like ah, okay. this is what needs to happen. Yeah. Stuff like that. Correct. Um that has been in existence for the past like 250 years. Mm-hmm. or so 300 years but before that for the rest of human existence it was based off of like religion like you made decisions based off of religion like because like like for example if you're a uh, gay male yeah and you like men people will tell you no you cannot do that because this god does not want you to do that your feelings do not matter but theirs does and ever since the decoupling from the religion back right. in like the you know s- 17th to 18th century there was all these movements to become more you know natural you know the enlightenment era yeah and that's what started the idea of like no every human has their own personal rights and that's what initially became america as well you know and stuff like that but it's so interesting now because we live in an era where like those feelings that you have can be hackable i get what you're saying hackable through everything through algorithms throughout all of this there's so chad the amount of They've psychologically figured out how to manipulate us. Oh, dude. You don't even understand. Literally. There's Explain. In 2015, we realized something that was uh, pretty insane about machine learning. Is that it can uh, detect micro-expressions through looking, you know, at your face. It can detect... The micro expressions and what you would you like in what year to 2015 Holy machine crap. learning they decide they realized that it had the capabilities but it's not the capability but of having sentient life well eventually though there's some research that i did um there seems to be a um new way of marketing that will be like these empathetic or empathy mm-hmm. um uh expressing uh, um video micro expression videos yeah, yeah micro expression where specifically like if you like are on netflix sure sh- sure they're going to be live actors but they're going to cater to what you enjoy to what you're responding to <laughs> no way yeah Exactly. Exp- it's going to change every single time depending on what you like the, as a like a, the, as Chad, the movie would? Yes, what you would enjoy. It, it will it will give you the perfect experience for yourself. <laughs> it will give you the best <laughs> th- it will give you the best m- like it's the same thing. It's the same thing that's going to happen to Spotify. Every time you go to Spotify, it's only going to give you what gi- it knows it's you want. It's going to give you the perfect first live experience every single time. It's going to give you a better version of it. Are you talking? So I'm. Ass- I'm assuming. That's. I assume when you when we're integrated. having this conversation, you're talking about deep state AI. Yeah, deep state. In the next, in, but this is like down the road. How down the road, in your opinion? I know you're not an expert, but how down the road, in your opinion? Uh, we're pretty close, I'd say. I'd say probably about like, give 15, it like five, 20. 
Eh, five, ten years. Five, ten. Yeah. Five, ten years. Definitely. That's crazy. The machines, d- dude. They literally. How are did, we even gonna? How are we going to legislate that, dude? Go ahead. The thing is, is that go ahead. These these AI are getting so good, they can literally get memory out from your matter. Like they literally did an experiment in 2019, which they gave all these chimpanzees electrodes, and they f- they put a screen in front of them that displayed a, a, s- a series of images, but they had an AI hack to it to record any time a specific neuron in their vertical cortex went off. Mm-hmm. And they would always give it AI images that gave it that, uh, that did that frontal, um, that did that, that spark. The, yeah, the spark. Yeah. And the that did that lobe. fire in the vertical cortex. And so they literally, eventually, after the series of photos, they saw that they literally were able to detect monkeys that the monkey knew to give it that. Oh, shit. It literally was able to detect memories of certain, because of AI-generated, AI-generated images that they convene. Did you know that TikTok actually has certain technology that will give you when you go on TikTok, you will, um, when you, when you go on TikTok, um, yeah, what about it? Well, it's just so weird because like they literally give you AI generated images eventually of different, of meldings. Did you know that they were like literally AI AI generated accounts. There's literally one that I follow that's three million. She's a <laughs> fake celebrity. She is literally an AI celebrity. Who makes a profit off that account? That's a very Wait, interesting. Are question. are they have they um literally found a way to monetize TikTok yet? Look at this. I'm not on TikTok, so No, this is on Instagram, bro. Let me see this. It's an AI right there. Three million. Is she the has one, celebrities. Is this one with a real human? No. Are those both AI? That's that's the one not, on the right's AI. The one on the right's AI. The, the one, one on, on the, the left, left is real. Oh, oh that's sweet. Yeah, she has a Snapchat uh, story. Actually, you can follow. It's one hundred percent, one hundred percent fake. Well, it's AI generated, so it's kind of real. Yeah. At what point are people going to prefer spending time in AI VR versus even like, let's say, how much time is spent per year on watch time on YouTube? Oh, dude, did you know that um, uh, Microsoft created their own uh, personal chatbot, and um, it was told that fifty percent, fifty percent of the users preferred that AI versus their friends. Literally 10 million, teaching it to be 10 very, very million smart. Americans said that the chatbot, the 50, no, 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 10 million Americans told the chatbot, I love you. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. It even saved a Chinese person from saved committing suicide. It saved their life. This is like that one game. I, I heard there was this at one point, like, I oh, remember. Oh, there's also another app. There's an AI that's called Replica, and it literally gives you um, a version of you. Like, I could I could make a replica version of you that's AI that does everything that I want, that loves everything that I want, and, 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 and is so way what more are some receptive. So ap- what are some positive applicable relations for AI? That's the thing, bro. It's... It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's just. Oh yeah, content. Uh, TikTok uses AI in their uh, algorithm to help boost to consumers what they want to see. Yeah, 
it's really it's really crazy and like when 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 does the point where or not when what is the point in which ai and social media have become so toxic that it needs to be policed like is that a thing is are we there does that need to happen yeah that's an interesting like that's an interesting uh but the thing is though is that it's be it's trying to be policed right now sure you understand that like it's going through the supreme court but it's just constantly being extended right i get what you're saying i found something interesting today um elon musk has one question he asked people this was an article I found that Elon Musk has one question he asks people to know whether or not they are a liar. And and when he interviews people, because you know he doesn't really have time when he's hiring people. And it was quite interesting. What? I mean it wasn't it wasn't that side out what of the What was box. the question? The question was, um Let me find it here. I feel like that's like Tell me. Tell me what about some of the most difficult problems you've worked on and how you solved them. Oh, you guys have so many. <laughs> <laughs> and then he usually uses that question to figure out whether or not people are a liar. The article went on to say that this is something that like describes a deeper context of um Asymmetric Informational Management, AMI, which is designed to provide an interviewee with a clear means of demonstrating their innocence or guilt during something. And it's oh, really interesting. Okay. And, like, that's, I guess, like, Elon Musk had no idea that, that he was even using that technique. But he just knows that, like, over s meeting people so many times, whether or not they can do that and how detailed you can get and really living and owning and the passion you can create behind that experience, like, will define... How much? How much you really know, and whether or not you're BSing. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I I, I think it 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 literally describes you and your character and everything that you know. You need to know. Because it's charisma too. How are you going to tell it? You know. Right. What details are you just going to be bland? Oh, I had this thing that I, that, that was broken, and I I fixed it. Yeah, that guy's a liar. <laughs> no. Um, did you see the Conor McGregor fight? No, I didn't. Who won? Not Conor. He lost to Dustin what? Poirier. Yeah. Oh. No, he looked. He looked. He was he. He didn't did look you feel terrible. Like he he didn't look amazing. He definitely got outboxed. That's for fucking damn sure. Dustin looked really good. It was really interesting. This is the second time they fought, and uh, this time it was it was uh, they're one and one. So they might they might have to spout again. Oh really? Yeah, it was really really interesting. But it's crazy because Connor just got offered to fight uh, one of the fucking Paul brothers for fifty million dollars. Fifty million? Yeah, like literally. Are Con you confirmed me? credited backer with the liquid assets for Conor McGregor. All he would have gotten paid. Fifty that million. Yes, to take that fight with a with just a YouTuber. Who was paying him? I it was uh um, was it the Paul Barlers? Please tell no, me it it, was. not them directly, but Jake found a financial backer who was in Vegas, I believe, who uh just was oh that guy capable and had the that liquid guy. assets, <laughs> and he signed a banknote and everything, and and they fucking were teasing Connor to try and get him to do it, and oh, then he said no, takes this UFC fight for what I I supposedly heard is five million dollars against Dustin, gets his ass whooped, and. Here's the real thing too is like I've his whole brand, his whole marketing strategy, his whole his whole crux with all of his businesses and the reason he's worth a hundred like twenty four million plus right now is built on his notoriety and his brand for being a dominant dominant fighter in his class. And like now that he didn't do that, just lost that, doesn't even have this opportunity for that, like who knows what he's gonna do. And plus his numbers are not fucking pulling the same way they used to for pay per view. So it's, yeah. it's uh, it will be really interesting to see how Connor comes back from this one. Yeah, I don't know how he'll come back, honestly. I mean, seriously, he's getting old too. He's getting yeah, much older. Yeah, he's getting. I I don't know. First, I need to watch. I need to watch UFC more. Yeah, I I it's really interesting. I used to, I used to have a 
like varied opinion about it and I was like ah, I don't really like watching fighting but then once I got to college I I really started to look at it from the perspective of it's a it's a very strategic game with a lot of discipline and it's almost like chess in the fact that you need to be very much ahead of your opponent but also so calculated that you can you know be ready mm. for any adverse experience you're going to face oh absolutely so it is it is a true is a true uh what's the word true visceral experience yes yes truly visceral yeah i mean the greeks and the romans did it they used to used to fight all the time that's how they would they they would show championship and yeah i mean that's how the olympics kind of started yeah initially have you ever gone on the sec.gov website no what's on there it's like the uh, U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. It's like where they track everything. A lot of companies, like, that's how you can see their their tax documents and their sta- their uh, stockholder share stuff. And when a company goes public, like, all, all their disclosings are kept over there. Well, recently, we just got Apple's first quarter reports back for the new quarter. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting to see, like, comparatively... They they still had a growth this year comparative from twenty from last year to now, mm-hmm. so it's uh it's looking pretty good. They had they grew from one hundred forty three thousand seven hundred thirteen million to uh, one hundred fifty four thousand one hundred six million dollars in Holy total assets shit. on hand from September of this year to now in this quarter, which is still Whoa. really really decent. Um, wow couple interesting things i thought what do you think is what do you think their breakdown is for countries and for sales for apple breakdown in terms of numbers yeah in terms of numbers like uh what countries do you think majority of the sales come from there's like three definitely the u.s yeah u.s is definitely the u.s um then what's number two there's give me a do you know the continent of either one? Just like as a hint. Yeah, Asia. China. Yes, yeah, China's China. number three. China's number three. Is it another Asian country? That's no number two. Number two is not an Asian country. Is it in the? Uh, it's Europe. Oh, Europe. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting. Um, France. No, France isn't on here. It's it's. America, Europe, China, Japan, and then the rest of the Asian Pacific. And this, th- from that period, from September till then, total net assets, the gr- uh, it grew from ninety one thousand eight hundred and nineteen million to one hundred eleven thousand four hundred thirty nine million. Wait, wait, how many? hundred? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. That's like billions. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It is, but That's they but they they record saying. it on the asset ch- charts in the millions, but using the thousands. Is that wow? <laughs> That's a big loophole. That's a, like, no, a, it's not a big loophole. It's just just easier to read. It's all in the millions, except the numbers sh- for the shareholder equity pars. So it was just really interesting to Fair see enough. their first quarter, and like. I definitely see like majority of the money came from their iPhone and their iPhone releases for the year. I definitely. But wait, I think their new headphones. Yeah, it was from AirPods. September to then. I th- definitely see accessories and headphones growing. AirPods is definitely going to be. And also, bro, like they're eventually going to run out of hardware to make. And eventually they're going to have to go straight to what they are selling subscription wise. That's the reason why they're trying to bundle everything up. Have your Apple News, have your Apple Music, have your Apple whatever, Apple Storage, have your, did I say music? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. No, that's that's really what we're seeing from a lot of these big players is how much can I get inside of your space and be in all providing an encompassing service? Like, I feel like everyone now is competing for watch time, even companies who aren't aren't in the media space they're like how long can i get you to stay doing what we're doing like walmart how big of an app can i build how can i get you to come over to me like you do to amazon yeah it's an attention economy but the thing is that's so crazy about that is that 
when you have an attention economy that's hackable, it doesn't, the economy is so, it can be so easily destroyed mm-hmm. in a second. That's the thing. Like, w- as Americans, I feel like we, we spend so much money on our military, specifically on physical warfare. The physical warfare wars are done, though. I think so. The I cyber think warfare. The warfare is real. The cyber warfare war what, is very real. What was real. it that happened this year with the uh, the Russian hacks on the U at the U.S. Uh, the wind turbine and the electricity company? Oh yes, oh, I forget what that was. But also though Ukraine though, I feel so bad for them because what they ha- there? well back in 2017 there was this uh, hack group called Sandworm, and they did. I uh, think Sandworm's the one that in just 2017. They completely shut down, I think, the power grid of all of Ukraine. And it was a real message to the U.S., that's for sure. Right. Of, of the capability and the power that's possessed by hackers. Yeah, so it was on, um, a U- it was on U.S. solar and wind, and it happened in 2020. And it was, a US b- it was the biggest cyber attack on the United States ever. Basically, um, this Russian foreign intelligence services believe the ha- the all right. They believe they have carried out the hacks according to the cyber attack experts. They believe that Russian foreign intelligence was the one behind the attacks. Potentially, we Potentially. don't know entirely. Was it the? NSA? But we definitely know it. It was Russia. We definitely know it was something in Russia, and they got into this company's database, put in this malware that would allow them to go into other major consumers and all of their like biggest the biggest companies that they serve were like the defense system the power of security and transport like like major fortune 500 companies everyone under the sun and all of them got hacked and backwired (laughs) and it was like one of the biggest breaches and the only reason that got caught was because one of the clients was an american hack like reverse hacking company oh that was and they found it and one person that was a petty mistake that was a petty mistake Right, but it's it's like the biggest attack on the U.S. and it's what you're exactly talking about. It's that we are not in a time where you're going to see physical warfare. It's all you're going to see so male manipulation through electronics entirely. What does that even What does that even entail? It entails like people's agendas going further than just like who holds power. It's going to be who holds the knowledge and the ability to. What is the knowledge, though? The, n- the knowledge of, of, of hacking and, and spyware and, you know, like the, the observation techniques, like exactly what you're saying. Like the cyber warfare is like a whole nother game. It encompasses so much of psychology, sociology, computer, mathematics. It's There's so much else. There's You know, it's not like you can just enlist your average soldier. Yeah, seriously. I feel like the the true, the true, uh, the true winner of the cyber warfare mm-hmm. is the one that just gives up technology completely. <laughs> the nation that goes paperless, or that goes back to paper. I mean, when you think about like, have you ever thought about a tech? Oh, oh, like have you ever thought about a world? that's not dystopian, that still has all this technology. What do you see as that? Have you ever thought about that? Because I feel like a lot of people always spoke in this dystopians, but tell me a world that's great that also has all this insane technology. Because like I've been trying to think about, but I can't- It is hard to think about that. The imagination, I, I like my like imagination- I <laughs> I hate that I said that, but oh, you would want your entire life to be a cartoon. Very nice, <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I mean, that would make sense for you. Your your laugh will be perfect for your for it. Yeah, it, it will be like when you go on the spaceships. That will be like <laughs> your. That's so funny, but no, you're right. No, there's no version of reality. I see that has technology it's just so stimulating to a human it's it's but so that's much the more thing s- though when we're able to see like you know oppression and see someone you know 
hurting us, we're able to know like, okay, that's bad and we need to fix that. Right. But when it's pleasing us and it's giving everything we want at any point, why why would we ever want to leave? Why would we never why would we ever get rid of that? You've been talking about this a little bit with social media too and like the reading and the listening you've done on the the just negative aspects of what's going on in our social media space. Oh man. It's just a race to the bottom of the brainstem to give you that exact feeling of exactly what you want, the people that you want to. Like, did you remember when Instagram was chronological? Like, whenever you would go oh, on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would go from your friends. It would just list your friends. Right, only your friends. Only your no friends. No suggestions. No suggestions or anything. And it just showed what was most recent. It was perfect, in my opinion. I thought, okay, this is good. But then did you remember where it just was random? Yeah. That's the AI. That's it giving you the stuff that you stop for. What you like. What you comment. It's going to be... Then the AI says, oh, okay. I'm going to take that and just continue to give that to you. So that way you keep coming back to me and you always, and I'm always in your, I'm always in your search. I'm in your recents. I'll be in your explore. And also while you're at it, because you're looking at me, I'm going to also give you women that look similar to the person that you saw or man, whoever one is, whatever you saw, whatever you saw, you will, will then go to explore and then see more of that thing that you, that you like. And then give you more and more of that. I mean, that is what every single of these social media apps is looking for. Looking for ways to give get you back. Looking for ways to incentivize keeping you there. Giving you exactly that experience of whatever app that may be. Sure. Like what? I mean, I feel like Twitter now at this point is just the negative rabbit hole. I haven't gone on there in a long time. I rarely go on there. But it's but it's a uh, wherever you go, it's just uh it's it's bad. It's just all negative. In what my opinion. It's so crazy because it started as like a way of like the the original founder uh wanted like a a social media thing that he could use for taxi dispatching. Mm-hmm. And so everyone so everyone could get a notification in a fleet from one person saying, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And it's easy. You tag the person and then you're good. And then it's just, what is it now? Twitter is now just this entire political, it's whatever <laughs> the news, the news. It's, it's a dumpster it's pr- fire. It's a dumpster fire of the news. It's where every CNN person goes. It's where all the news media starts from. They look at what's on Twitter. They see pictures and they're like, okay, let's take that and go with it. Because that's where they know. I mean, CNN. It's so unoriginal. You you told me, right, that CNN is uh, suing YouTube? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something going on with that. I got to look into that. Because, like, it's so interesting because... People always think that, you know, social media is trying to compete with one another. Right. But really, all of social media is trying to compete with YouTube. Yeah, YouTube has a stronghold on the district. YouTube has such a stronghold. I mean, there are so many people I know that literally just watch YouTube videos for 12 hours straight. I think, too, it's like the rise of smart and intellectual based learning video content platforms yeah literally like you know those you ads don't need you get an for education like the, anymore. yes the you ads you get for the masterclass platforms the masterclass is insane and l- literally like wh- why would you if you have youtube premium you're set in my opinion i i don't have that i i don't think i you don't, get i actually currently don't pay for any of the platforms I just don't really have time for it. I, I've just been reading way, way, way too much. But the reading is so interesting. Like, I, I've been... 
What have you been reading? What have you been enjoying reading the most? I've been really enjoying... Uh, lately, I've been really enjoying reading, like, long-form legislative stuff or my real estate development book that I'm currently reading, which is... It's been a really, 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 really good book. Um, I'm trying to find it here. But, yeah, no, I've just been covering chapter one and two so far. But they're really long, and they... There's a lot of content because it's all like legal stuff right at the beginning and like understanding the inner workings of really what the writing means and how that's interpreted today with our current standards of law is super essential. And then I'm just really excited. I, I It's so crazy how many ways you can execute deals and, and how many different ways there are to close deals, uh, how many ways there are to do bankruptcies, to do... Just all sorts of things like the promissory notes versus you, mortgages. How do bankruptcies work? So, because everyone tells me that it's like you can pretty just pr- pretty much just reset all your debt. That's not true. Like it eats at your credit. I'm I'm not sure exactly all the repercussions, but there's you don't you don't want to if you don't have to you you should not go through bankruptcy. Like it it's it hinders your ability to get any type of of loans it hinders your ability to do so many things but then then again not everyone goes through like title title nines so like you don't want to do title nine or like a title 11 bankruptcy like those ones i i, I believe are more the the worst yeah, ones but like when you 11. hear like trump and that going through a bankruptcy with a business or a real estate development or something it could it could just be like a settlement with whatever the lenders are or there's Depending on how the deal was set up, it might it might get closed out where someone has to pay a certain fee, but someone else, and, or like someone else might assume the loan debt, but then this person gets this back. Like, really, there's so many ways to contractually write up these agreements. Like, it's that's a whole episode in itself of discussion. Oh my gosh! Yeah, truly. But I no, love the fact that you are getting into real estate. I feel like it perfectly suits you. And uh, honestly, on any process, whether residential or commercial. No, I'm really excited. We're in the process of, me and Ethan are working on closing our first uh, residential deal and getting our, you, you know what we're working on. Yeah, we're working on a, getting a place for me, you, and him to just stay, work, focus, grind, and uh, just call home base here in Illinois. And uh, the great thing is, is we think we found, we found the perfect situation with buy owners, and uh, now it's just about working with our realtor, locking in the perfect deal, um, and making sure all the parties are happy. You know. Yeah, that's that speaks that speaks for sure. Yeah, so I, I definitely the more the more I get into it, and as I close my deals, I don't like I don't want to talk about anything too early, because I you know I want to you know. Yeah. Let, let, life, let life be life you know yeah. just roll with the times but once they are done i would love to talk about them and express more in long form how it worked why we did it the way we did um we need to document it we should do that we definitely will yeah well we we that's one thing i was thinking about too is like just we need to start making more content around our whole lives and everything that's going on we have to we yeah. have to show the world how we are going to do what How we we're do. getting to where we're going because we have nothing to show for because it. outside of outside of this like one to two hours three times a week that we record there's so much more of, of life that's happening here and so much <laughs> like every day i feel like we conquer so much that we don't even know I wish, what if <laughs> it would be so funny if we got like a whole team to just come out here and just you know. We're working on building it. I'm I'm starting to contact a lot of my people back from school that I've met through my times and and the nice thing is is we have a lot of exciting entry level positions, but it's all in very visionary, forward thinking um situations. Whether that's like engineering or operations or you know development. It's what do you it's think a really exciting be, time. What do you think is gonna be the uh one of the futures of just real estate in general, commercial real estate. Oh, commercial. 
And it that's could be a, on that's any a, sector that's of a, commercial. That's a really, really, really thick sector. I think commercial agriculture is going to become huge. Vertical gardens, vertical indoors, operations, specific uh, multi-purpose warehouse spaces like that. I think there's going to be a, a really, really big space for that inside communities. Um, as far as are you talking mixed use, like... I don't know, outside of, like, college towns or I, I see, like... Do you see higher I education see, being the way it is or the way it was? <sighs> higher education, that's... A, higher education real estate or just higher education in general? Higher, higher education, education is never going... Higher education is never going to be the same it was. Oh, yeah, that's definitely... How many industries do you think... What do you think is going to be... I personally think that, I mean, airlines are going to be impacted the most. Like, mm. I think from now... Like the travel industry is never not going to be the same for a long time, especially with like the things that we're seeing with um, immigration and just uh, travel like COVID-19 traveling. And like I'm hearing right now, there's a really big surge in Isn't people paying for pay, people paying to come to the United States just to get a virus vaccination. And they're calling it a vacation. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, there's people paying like thousands of dollars to do this right now. To fly to the U.S. to do this. Okay, that that just seems that seems so weird. It's it's yeah, it's it's insane. That doesn't make sense. There's so many interesting things about this virus that I feel like get, you know, pushed under pushed under the rug. You know. Did you uh, see the situation with uh, California healthcare workers? And uh, there was an article that came out that. This guy who is, you know, he's just, he's a uh, x-ray doctor, x-ray and he was working at the hospitals, very vaccine pro guy. He was literally on Twitter the night before his vaccine going, super excited to get it, day of, taking photos, getting his vaccine. Then, you know, time goes by, whatever. He goes to take another Facebook post during his second vaccination. He's like, getting my second vaccine. And he got the Pfizer vaccine, goes home. And it's starting to have immediate pain, like st- like stomach pains and like just like inabil- inability to, to walk or move. Goes into work, is having tons of pain and trouble. Well, literally by the end of that night, he's on a respirator in the ICU and then dies. <laughs> literally has died. And like Are now you they're kidding me? Now the FDA and all that, they're opening an investigation. But there's there's been so many different allegations of people over well, that's the, the age of 50 who are well, that's who are thing. experiencing these crazy reactions in hindsight from taking these vaccines yeah exactly but that's the thing though is but that it's rare it's not everyone it's not all of them i'm not trying to be some crazy conspiracist here but there are definitely occurrences and you can even see on the cdc site like you can go and check out the anomaly cases for hmm. what's going on with this vaccine and what's so interesting about that situation is that the corporations hold no liability Truly, they don't. They no. They just make. Them. They just are making a great product and enjoying profits and making sure everything stays afloat. What exactly is a great product, Chad? <laughs> uh, I don't That's know. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. What is? What is your did interpretation you know that, of that? Did you know that Pfizer has uh, been known for misleading and misrepresenting drugs? In the past, actually. Yeah, I believe that didn't this happen all through the late 2000 or the yeah, 2002? No, 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 2002 to 2009. That there was this uh, an article that um, I found that discussed all the allegations. Like there was one in 2009 for like, I think it was like 5.3 billion dollar <laughs> settlement. Uh, Purdue it's pretty Farm. healthy. It, it's 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 insane when you think about all the amount of pharmaceutical companies that are well, going see, through what lawsuits. was going on with the rats though with all of the oh the jack's lab rats yes. could you talk to that situation so real quick? in case you guys didn't know um all the lab rats that like you know do studies on all the drugs that we do whether we have in america and anything th- that is going to be tested on lab rats first it all comes from one very specific source and that's in jack's labs in maine and in in these lab rats there's uh well in every single gene there's a um there's a thing at the end of every single gene that you have in your dna and it's called a telomere and the telomere is 
the uh, the things that cover the outsides of all your genes. And it's how we tell your age. Well, it's how we tell your age because um, you're able to uh, detect how long the telomeres are and how how much they're able. They're the things that are able to replicate your cells because you know like if you cut your skin for example you know and there's a and, there, and, and there's a cut the telomeres will then be like okay wait i need to be connected to something so i'm just going to continue to build until i can okay i'm by myself okay i'm good <laughs> that's pretty much what your skin does whenever you have a cut but as you grow older your telomeres get shorter and shorter and eventually you you pass know on. that's pass on and the thing is that's interesting about these lab rats is that they have extremely long telomeres, like 10 times the size of normal, regular rats' telomeres. Wild rats, I guess you could say. And I uh, saw that Brett Weinstein, actually, he, 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 he's the one that I knew this about, and he tried to go there. He tried to say, hey, I think that these lab rats have extremely long telomeres compared to others. And he told that to a Nobel Prize laureate. Um, I believe her, her, her first name was Carol. I forget what her last name is. But sure. she, um, well, he, he pretty much brought it up. And she pretty much just said, we're going to keep it um, in-house, that information. And so it's like, Right, like the ethics and... Yeah, but the thing is, is like, do you understand that because you have extra long telomeres, like, you're able to produce cells at a completely rapid rate, like, constantly. So it completely skews and also, the And data. also, it gives you extremely cancerous cells. So it causes... So it's not so representative it's a ra- it's a of rapid, all... It's, not it's repre- a rapid cycle. Yes, it's a rapid cycle. But the thing is, is that science says that because it just shows you like the the lifespan at a, in a quick pace, because that's what they use lab rats for. They try to say, oh, well, this lab rat is, uh, y- you know, we're just going to de- develop the. Y- yeah, it's going to show the span of a human. The span of quickly. a human very quickly. And it does it. And it does it very quickly because of the long telomeres. So when you think about it, all of human medicine. To Would a you say, extent, though, that the humans. Um, telomeres are the same as rats? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's but crazy. But the thing is, is all of scientific medicine, everything is compromised. Right. It's just crazy when you think about just what these pharmaceutical companies can not exactly tell you everything about. True. They're, they don't have to tell they, you They have a very big window of discretionary. Yeah. They're able to keep a lot of stuff hush. Like people... <laughs> a lot. A lot of stuff. Not... They can... They don't have to give out the clinical trials. They don't have to give out... I mean, like, did you remember reading the Phase 2 Moldernas? Oh, yeah. The other Phase 2, yeah. There was um, 80% of the people that with the low dose vac- uh, vaccination got systemic side effects and a hundred percent got systemic side effects in the high dose and that was done with 45 humans by the way right. I, I feel like that's just not a accurate enough gene pool for representation especially in a second phase of a trial and which got expedited so quickly yeah i know but it makes maybe you think, it makes maybe you think I don't know. Maybe I just don't really don't understand how many people it takes to really af- actively uh, understand the ethics of a vaccine. Yeah, it just seems like such a very brand new technology. And yes, it's been, you know, it's been developed. RNA technology has been developed for over 10 years. Yes. Though, Jonathan. Yes. No, joking. But well, yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, is really. that when you think about we haven't really though tested that technology on humans we've just developed the technology for it and then tested on rodents correct yeah rodents from the main labs oh huh yeah interesting yeah so it (laughs) makes you think like it's just i don't know personally to me it's just something that i feel like we need to 
just understand at a deeper level because we'd only really the phase sure. three only covered three months so and we do not know the efficacy of this vaccine past three months correct we do not know the we do not know even the long-term implementation yeah the long-term the side effects right this could have long-term side effects like for like for example Viox, for example they actually discovered that after a certain amount of time it actually people that took Viox, um i think it's a heart or i think it, i forget what it is but it, it 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 after a while you got heart damage from it but heart damage is a generalized term just pretty much for the damaging of tissues of cells correct in your body so it's we do not know all of the effects that this Truly. vaccine will have and, on us. and and the thing is is like not everyone is immunocompromised like there's still a lot of us out there that that take sure take the time to make sure we eat eat, eat healthy that we're working out that you're taking the right vitamins that you're trying to supplement ways to, to make sure that your body can naturally withstand or enact it and build the antibodies exactly that's the best way that's but the no, strongest way to but do i feel it. like more i don't know i feel like no one's stressing you know the doing i'm I mean, so I confused like so too as to why like all of a sudden like two weeks after two weeks of stalling we've now surpassed the point where fauci is willing to say oh we've patched we've we've hit a high point we've hit the, we've bre we've breached the high point i would i would reckon we breached that high point a few weeks ago and the data would argue that right now we're at the highest rates of death actually comparatively but the whole consensus is, is why shifting do you, why do you think that's the case what do I you think because the certain I, I think I think because the executive orders that mattered in relation to getting funding surrounding bills related to COVID at the appropriate allocations for both an educational sphere, a collegiate sphere, a uh, um, healthcare sphere were appropriately done, and uh, now it's just going to get everything that was needed was done, and the media cycle will move on. It's I always so it's interesting seeing. It's always so interesting seeing now just what what shows up first. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a quite interesting time with with really a lot of these talks about where science is heading and like uh, when the other day when we were talking about the whole Icarus thing and the whole doping doping concept, it's like gene modification and the next generation of really where humans are going to go is is such a unique conversation. I can't wait to keep exploring oh, that. Oh, CRISPR more. gene editing is going to change the way I mean pretty much after a while we're not going to be able to have any diseases truly that's the thing that's so interesting is that if we don't have any diseases or anything like what if depression anxiety all of the pharmaceuticals they wouldn't need to be there so maybe that's i mean who knows yeah maybe the medical system the, the medical that system that would scare big pharma huge reform like. that would yeah hmm That'll be an interesting conversation. We should I definitely wonder. hold that for uh, for the next one. We're we're just breaching over an hour here, so thank you for joining us here on a Wednesday episode. Um, if you come back this Friday, we have an amazing guest. We're going to have on the one and only Cole Ryan, um, CPR Music. So it should be a really, really special episode. We're going to talk about everything from his career in BMX to his career as a musician and his creative process, and so much more. So I can't wait to highlight him um, and really, really show everyone out there that you can get up, you can get out, and you can do what you want to do now. I want to thank Jank for joining me this episode. It's been a really, really, really awesome talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. So make sure to like and subscribe and share the show and uh, let us know what you want us to talk about. We, we keep hearing from you guys, so we're really excited. We're going to do some really interesting topics coming up. I want to cover everything from aliens to uh, more topics in history to uh, what's going on in the future of this world. So have a great day. Have a great evening. And uh, make sure to work hard. Have a good night, folks. Peace. <laughs>